0: You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock.
1: Welcome back to the Call Life Crisis. My name is Daryl. I'm Soraya. And on this very episode, we'll be talking about something which most of us in our 20s and 30s, I think we have. I think it's just that we never really thought very deeply about it. And it's about our hobbies.
0: That's a word that I haven't heard since like primary school. Right. Because it's something
1: that we were, I don't know if it's the right word to say, but like we were forced into doing <laughs> in school. Like, you know, back in school, everyone used to say, oh, my hobby is collecting stamps yeah. or reading a book or. Something studious lah, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's like, even if that wasn't actually a hobby, you just write a karangan about it anyway.
1: For the sake of it lah. Hobbies la.
0: saya baca buku. <laughs>
1: But yeah. the, the real question is, Soraya, what are your hobbies? Do you know?
0: That's the thing, because it's like, hobbies are such a big deal when you're young. But as you mm. grow up, you don't think about them as hobbies anymore. I haven't even thought about having a hobby... In a decade, no maybe? one asked
1: you, right? What's your hobby, right? No, no one ever, no one ever asked you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we have reframed it as we age. We reframe it, and now yeah. we say, "What are your interests?" So yeah. I think there's that. But then, what if do you...
1: you do when you're free? Things like that, lah.
0: Yeah, and I think most people is oh, Netflix. I mean, I, I find that that's become the default. Mm-mm. You know, it used to be that okay, after school you go home, and maybe I, I used to cycle around my neighborhood a lot. I Don't do that anymore. Right. I get home from work, I'm like, oh. and then I like, work out, cook dinner, water my plants, and and then it's like, okay, Netflix time. So yeah. that's become the default for so many of us. That's just what we do in the evenings because we just can't. I guess we're just so tired that we don't mm. think of, ooh, why don't I start a new collection of bottle caps? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's something that we're thinking. About.
1: Yeah. Do you consider Netflix a real hobby?
0: No. I it's 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 something that I just do to turn my brain off at the end of the day, <laughs> and I'm just like, right. let me watch another episode of Top Chef. Yeah. Like, then
1: malas <laughs> to move. Then lazy to do anything. Yeah.
0: You know, you're literally. It's like the end of the day. You're in your pajamas, you are like lying on your bed against the pillow, and you've got like three chins looking at your phone, <laughs> watching Netflix <laughs> because of the angle, right? Right. That's a vegetational mm, mm. accompaniment. <laughs> Is that even <laughs> right? But I guess I I do I do have interest. At one point, I was like nurturing the idea of having rock climbing as a hobby.
1: Did Did you try?
0: I I did. I went for my birthday, and then I didn't go back. So I guess I can't say that <laughs> it's just a one time thing. I, I went and I went bouldering a few times okay. and I really, really, really liked it but okay. I, I was so bad at it and I, w- which is not good like it's not good to quit right off the bat but I think I was just that bad that I was like maybe I'm not cut out for this when in reality if you know I, I really should have nurtured it properly and you know
1: <laughs> So, so the reason you stop is because of that feeling that you know you weren't good enough and whatnot.
0: I mean it, let's just put it this way when you are huffing and puffing <laughs> up a wall okay and your upper body strength is like <laughs> uh... and And then you look over next to you and there's some dude with like 2% body fat. Spider-Man. Yeah, (laughs) Spider-Man. And his hands are just like, he just wakes up with chalk on his hands, you know. (laughs) And then he just goes up the wall. And meanwhile, you're huffing and puffing at the bottom. It's not fun. So, But of course, everyone starts somewhere. And I should have been a bit more invested in my own self-improvement. But besides that, I do really enjoy, I mean, some of the things that I like doing, I have an interest in. You know, I really like museums. I really like, you know what I really like? I like KL is it is that weird to say i really like um, no no
1: i think I, I think it makes sense i
0: like i think there's so many interesting cultural food mm. uh, events music events well maybe not right now like with covid-19 and everything but over the past few years, there's really been a blossoming of all these exciting events all over the city. And I really, really am enjoying that. I that's Do you what dare I really say like you've do.
1: been to every nook and corner in KL?
0: No, definitely not. But that's why it's so interesting, right? It's our own backyard. There's so much more right. to explore. So I mean, is is exploring considered? Mm. Is exploring my own city considered a hobby? You know what mm. I mean?
1: It's more like interest. La, I yeah.
0: I mean, that's why I like to do. But what about you? I mean, what are your hobbies and interests?
1: When I was a kid, I was very involved in art. When I was young, my parents sent me me for art class. I used to really enjoy painting, drawing, pencil sketches.
0: Never knew this about you. (laughs) I never knew you had an artistic side.
1: So I used to do a lot of those. But the last I drew something was maybe two, three years ago. But I haven't really been practicing. Uh, The last I touched a paintbrush was at least maybe a decade ago. Mm. So that's how long it's been. Yeah, so art aside, I used to be back in school from five. I was put in karate because of my dad. So I used to enjoy that a lot until it sort of evolved into a more uh, professional thing. So I think my coach and my dad wanted a different vision than I had. So I I was really enjoying the classes. I was really enjoying the art side of it. But I didn't enjoy the pressure of being put into tournaments and all. I, I didn't enjoy... Making it a career, so to say. Because I think that's what my my, my dad had in mind and whatnot.
0: Took the fun out of it.
1: Yeah. So, I enjoyed the usual once or twice a week thingy. But I didn't enjoy maybe the three to four, three-hour session a week or something like that. So, yeah. So, that was that. I was involved in karate. And then, at about 10 years old, my grandfather, who is a musician, he put me into drum classes. Because that's something which I've always wanted when I was young. But, my parents said, Oh, you know, you're too short. You can't reach the bass pedal. Right. So, if... If not for my parents, I think I would have started much younger. But my grandfather made it a point for me to learn. Uh, he bought me my first drum kit. and all. So, music is something which I've always had interest in. But drumming has always been my passion ever since mm. then. So, so, this is one of those hobbies which never really faded off.
0: Oh, that's really good. Yeah. So, that is still one of your hobbies. Drumming is still yes. one of your hobbies yeah. today. Mm.
1: And then... Very, very much recently, about a couple of months back, I started horseback riding. What so, prompted
0: you to take it up?
1: I've always wanted to learn how to ride horses. Ever since I was young, I always really enjoyed historical films, documentaries, medieval films, European medieval films, especially. And all that. And, chain yeah.
0: mail and armor and. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and knights and all. So, knight. so, so I really enjoyed.
0: Okay, Sir Daryl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I always. All these kind of films and books. And somehow this passion sort of got to me and I thought, yeah, why not pick up horseback riding, right? and always look to it as a very exclusive thing. You know, it's only rich people could do it. Right. Until I found this place which was very much affordable and, and yeah, I thought, not too bad lah. It just take out a little bit every month from my salary and I could do what I always wanted to do. I didn't have the opportunity when I was much younger so now that I'm earning, might as well give it a go.
0: Wow. Right.
1: So I don't know where it's going to lead me <laughs> to. <laughs> but, but
0: well, as long as you're enjoying yourself. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's super fun but it's harder than it looks. It's not just a matter of sitting on a horse (laughs) because Um, riding is not like riding a bicycle or a bike because yeah. you've got to work you with know, it. It's a being, you know. One mm. would
0: think that riding a bike is harder because you actually got to exert your own energy. And this one, some might think that ah, oh, you're just sitting there. What? I mean, yeah. the animal is moving by itself. <laughs> but no, right? You yeah. actually have to so, squeeze it with your legs or something. Yeah, or so like, you've got to learn how to th- uh,
1: pull left and right. You yeah. got to use your legs to get the horse to move. Mm-hmm. And then when the horse is walking, or as they say, trotting, you've got to adjust your body position so that you don't fall off. Or you don't hurt yourself too much Hurt your bottom especially too much Oh no Your back And things like that Because It's a, it's a being It's not like a bike Where you you know You cycle harder You go faster Or, or a motorbike you, you accelerate And you go faster A horse it's If it doesn't want to go It doesn't want to go You know <laughs> yeah. So yeah Horse riding aside And then I think Quite recently I had this fascination For motorbikes mm-hmm. Cafe races especially But I don't know If I would consider it A hobby yet Because like Most of them I haven't really done yet Because you know A lot of restrictions Yeah Financial, financial Among them Like a motorbike Is a very expensive hobby Number one is because you got to get your license That's one And you know how expensive It is getting a license mm-hmm. And then you've got to Buy a bike And then when you get a bike If you're an enthusiast You want to build it up Even where you're going to Customise it and whatnot And like Just a couple years Working And then you want to have a 20,000 ringgit investment that's a bit too much, <laughs> la. So, so yeah, so maybe one step at a time, lah. Maybe, uh, maybe biking will be something maybe in the nearest future.
0: Yeah, so it's like in your 20s, you picked up horse riding, and then maybe in your 30s, you'll pick up maybe, yeah, maybe biking.
1: another thing. I also picked up in the past two years, I've also picked up scuba diving.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was gonna ask you about that actually. That's like another hobby that there was no way you could have done when you were younger, but you can afford yes. to do now.
1: Yeah, because that's it's... another expensive hobby as well. Yeah. The older I get, I think my hobbies get more expensive. And and I'm pretty sure if by the time I reach thirty, there'll be some new expensive hobby which I'll be interested <laughs> in. Uh, I remember there's one point I I had interest in uh remote control cars, but but you know the the, the one that you put nitro fuel in it, so it's like. Small engines in remote control cars. Uh So, those cost you about a thousand bucks, maybe two thousand bucks a car. I can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I think at some point I'll get into more expensive hobbies.
0: Okay, so drumming, horse riding, diving. It looks like you actually have these very clear and distinct hobbies, you know, Mm -hmm. that you're investing time and money in. I guess I don't know if I have them now, but I remember a time when I did, you know, the last clear distinct hobby i had was writing and i was right i was like one of those nerds you know like when you're a bookworm and then you graduate from reading books to trying to write them
1: (laughs) that was your major right
0: yeah yeah i studied that in university but Mm -hmm. you know it's interesting because i think it was studying that in university that turned it from a hobby into something that i actually kind of stopped doing which is
1: because you did it too much
0: well when okay so when i was young it, I knew it was a hobby because I absolutely loved to do it and I was mm. always writing. Okay. You couldn't stop me. You know, I was always, I think in primary school, you know, we had those um latihan, the brown right, right, right. exercise books. Yes. I was using them all to fill with stories and I wrote all kinds of stories and um, everyone knew that, you know, when I finished a story, I would pass it around the whole class and everyone would want to read it. And there were all kinds of them. You know, I remember like, I think like a group of people who would migrate from planet to planet every every year so they'd spend a year on Mercury then they would go to Venus they weren't aliens they were humans I don't know how they achieved this nomads <laughs> <laughs> yeah they weren't solar system nomads mm. you know I thought that you know thinking about it, it's like why how was you I
1: think of all this kind of stuff
0: I don't know and I'm thinking about man why was I cool then and now I'm such a loser you know <laughs> <laughs> you know why is it my imagination was so good then and now sometimes I struggle to write like a script for work why why mm-hmm. is it and I think it's because childhood innocence leaves you very uninhibited
1: yeah, you don't
0: yeah. have those hang-ups like oh people are gonna judge me man whole class read my writing yeah, I was just like relax. Really? you don't like whatever like, I, I think it's good you just have that naive confidence mm, where mm, you mm. really do believe in yourself and I believed in myself my god
1: do you consider that naive now though no I,
0: now, <laughs> now I wish I had that mm. quote-unquote naive confidence I wish I had that confidence so you know went from writing books in my exercise books to you know typing stories on the computer and I still remember like working on a book that was like 250 page book holy hell I wrote a 250 page book I worked on it for 9 months I would work on that book late into the night you know next day gotta wake up at 6 o'clock I got school never mind I'm still writing sometimes my mom would like she would wake up in the middle of the night and she would see that my light was still on she would come into my room and because you know the computer has a bright light so I put a blanket over it she <laughs> I, I was writing I, I worked so hard on my writing and it was a hobby but a passion and it was it was an ambition it was everything in my life was was writing um, but then then I went to study it at university and uh, <laughs> the reality check went overseas but when you're under pressure like that and every week your work is picked apart scrutinized under a microscope not as fun anymore it somehow it became not as fun and I submitted mm. my writing to a few like literary journals uh, I wrote some Poetry and fiction And submitted it <laughs> Rejected from all And then I suddenly Became a really Really tiny Like you can In a massive Massive pond Of extraordinary talent And I just wasn't I wasn't getting the same joy out of it anymore. I just stopped. And after that, it's been a long time since I wrote anything, which is kind of sad, actually.
1: Damn. I could relate because when, you, when you're when you talking about how back in the school, you could write books that are over 200 pages and then you, you made it your career. And then somehow it, it, it just slowed down. A lot, the in- right?
0: It just didn't become that enjoyable anymore when the pressure yeah. was so... Uh, I
1: could relate with that because I've always been a car enthusiast so I've always been a petrol head and back in school I used to love cars I used to know the name of every single model of any brand out there I used to know their specs their horsepower their torque and all this kind of stuff and I decided okay yeah, this is my interest I want to make this my career and so I decided to become an engineer oh, right okay. but um, when I did that I really didn't think it true because my interest was very much less of the engineering part of automotive but it's more on the aesthetics design. I can pencil sketch a uh, car design from my head onto a paper. So back then I used to do that a lot. Uh, but when I when I decided on doing engineering I chose that mainly from an economical sense because people need more engineers than designers. Right. Anyway. Not and, everyone
0: and, is gonna, going to on an episode uh, of Pimp My Ride. <laughs> exactly.
1: And automotive mark kit in Malaysia, it's big. But then again, you want to design the next proton or you want to design the next produa, then it's it's very niche and it only a selected few could do. And my mom said, okay, pick something a bit more general. La. You do engineering, you could, you could engineer any other things. You could pick automotive as a major but at the end of the day, you could become an engineer of any sort later mm-hmm. on. And then like second year through university, I decided, ah. Oh
0: <sighs> no. <laughs> yeah, maybe this not
1: for me. And then somehow la, somehow I, I became, I became became involved in content creation, writing and also made me become a producer at Light. And then now I'm also, I'm also a video producer. So somehow life hit me in, in, a, in a certain way as well. Yeah. You know?
0: And and your your previous passion for cars, I mean, has that sort of just dwindled away? Or? Um,
1: I, I still like cars. It's just that I don't draw them as much mm-hmm. as, I, as I would like. Oh, yeah. And something I realized, Raya, the older you get, the more your hobbies will probably resemble your parents.
0: You know what? I think that's true. That's true
1: How How does <laughs> oh it work for you
0: Okay okay So you know when we were kids And we had to like Write biodata Of my parents And you go mm-hmm. Mom, dad What are your hobbies My um, dad was always like Reading, reading, reading Okay lah. So my mom was always like Oh I like cooking And I like gardening And she really really liked gardening Okay you know We had a garden And she would always like Kids Come help me pull the weeds And I hated <laughs> pulling the weeds You always got to be in that squat You know Squatting, uh. squatting And pulling, pulling weeds And I hated gardening, but you know what? Now that I am an adult and uh, I'm, you know, developing my own interests and Start pulling see- your own weeds, <laughs> I don't have any. But I, I find myself enjoying plants, and okay. I have plants at home. I don't live in a pl- house with a garden. I live in a condo, but I brought plants into that space, and I like. I really like looking after them, and I love to cook too. So I guess I've just turned into my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well- yeah. But the, what about you? Did the, the same thing happen to you? Some
1: sort. Because um, when I was much younger, I, I used to remember my dad used to go on fishing trips often. So he used to go sea fishing, he used to go uh, lake fishing with his friends and whatnot. And then over the couple, past year or so, I think I picked up that hobby. And I never knew that I'll go back to my dad, hey, uh, asking my dad, can I can I borrow a fishing rod? <laughs> uh, can you can teach me how to, yeah. uh, what equipment to use for where, how much weight do I need to use for what kind of fish, how to know what kind of bait to use for where. Yeah.
0: When you were young, did you did you ever, ever anticipate that you would want to take it out? Or it were was, you just like, oh, what a drag? No,
1: no, no. I never really complained. <laughs> it. I, I liked it, okay. but it was never something I would actively ask my dad to go. Right. Because whenever my dad goes fishing, he will, I mean, like the near near ones, pond fishing and all, he'll he bring me and my sister. Mm-hmm. But, it's just that, like, whenever my dad says it's go fishing, it'll be yeah, let's go. It's like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's never something I I'll, I'll actively ask my dad, hey come we go fishing and all. And then slowly, and then my friends started started going fishing and they started doing all this outdoorsy camping and whatnot. not yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, why not they just bring it back. And so, so I think in that sense, I picked up that that hobby of my dad.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're turning into your dad. I'm turning into my mom. I guess this is what growing older is all mm-hmm. about. <laughs> so, you know, we've talked about some of the things that we like doing, that we used to like doing. What hobbies do you still want to pick up as you, you know, as you progress in life? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I don't think so. It's much of what I, I plan to do because I think most of the things that I've plan through if I've already done it or I haven't done it because it's too expensive or something like that but I haven't have had anything else in mind but I think it's more on rekindling what I used to love I would love to start art back drawing uh, pencil sketches if I have more time of course it requires a lot of patience and whatnot I still do drum karate (laughs) maybe I would I would like just practice it on my own yeah. rather than going for, for classes yeah
0: white belt all over again with the little kids so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't think so. I want to do that but mainly just for, for, for my flexibility my, my exercise just to know that I still have it in me yeah <laughs> but I think that's as far as it goes but I'm pretty sure like I said I'm pretty sure that along the years next year some, something I'll be watching some movie or reading a book or I'll get some influence from my other friends that make me <laughs> interested in doing something thing else
0: I like. I really like the interest that I have right now. I like going to cultural events and I like mm. going to museums or like. Try, I, I think even discovering new parts of KL and you know Malaysia as well. Um, of course, travel But I mean, let's just not even talk about that <laughs> right now because travel is just out of the, almost out of the question. Um, but I w- I really would like to rekindle my interest in writing. I'm I'm just trying to figure out how to pick that up again. Because...
1: What's stopping you? Is it time? Is it is it? It's just you don't have any more inspiration or or what?
0: I think it's just fear that I'm not going to be good at it. And that's where the that,
1: like people judging you or
0: actually of just me judging myself. Okay. You know, when you're young, the wo- it's like word vomit. It just comes out. You're flows. not it just flows. You're not happy with it, whatever. You're just going to write because you like it. Um, and you like telling a story, but mm. as you get older and the more knowledge you acquire, the more you know about what makes good writing and what makes bad it really writing.
1: Restricts you, yeah, a lot of barriers.
0: You really feel restricted. You start to overthink. And you start to second guess yourself. You start writing a sentence and you're like, oh, yeah, cringe, that sounds terrible. So I think, how do I get past that? How do I just let the words flow with that sort of abandon that I used to have?
1: Um, One more thing I realised that uh, sort of kept me from doing things that I really like was actually time in the past few years I think uh, my past few jobs has been quite busy so I was pretty occupied after working hours as well so I don't think so I had that much free time to actually think about doing things so because my head was always filled with work 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 and during the weekends the only thing I wanted to do is rest and recuperate from work Mm -hmm. and I think after I moved to my current job, I had a bit more free time to think about things that I like to do. What kind of skills I wanna I wanna learn mm. and pick up. And yeah, I think that's p- part of the reason why I actually picked up horse writing now instead of earlier.
0: Right. I just wanted to say something that that just came into my mind. I'm very proud of it. Even though it's kinda of lame la. <laughs> You do need time for your hobbies. I mean what's another word for hobbies? Pastimes. Exactly. You need time for your pastimes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so what's our conclusion From this episode
0: I mean I think We're at that age Where we know very well What we like And what we don't like You know I like f- Food, travel, culture Music, history Museums I like all those things So now's yeah. the time To fully delve Into all of them And it's, it's good To take the time now To really explore that Before you're right Before we can't anymore And maybe Do rock climbing now While I still can <laughs> 10 years down the road I might have joint issues And then I really right. Can't even climb I think I suck now Wait till I see myself At four
1: <laughs> I don't want to think that far. Uh,
0: yeah, I know. It's it's thirty is scary enough for me, okay? Oh, gosh. <laughs> but okay, yeah, I think wrap. that's that, yeah, that's a takeaway.
1: Alright. If you really enjoyed our intro and outro, uh you can always check out uh, the artist. His name is Nidus Mas. You can look him up on Instagram at N I D U S M A S M U S I C. So it's something in backwards. Music, right? So, and that's it for this episode of the Quad Life Crisis. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll have more interesting episodes coming up. My name is Daryl.
0: My name is Soraya.
1: Until next time, bye bye. Bye. (laughs)